Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yeah. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Good evening, Haney, 1057 The Fan here on this total request. Thursday, pick a song, we'll play it. Get your votes in, featured artist Friday. That reveal coming up in an hour, 45 minutes or so. But it's news for the next time. Lamar Jackson met with the media yesterday. Ravens coming off a bye. How you feeling about that, Lamar? Oh, I feel great. But, you know, we I, I felt like going into the bye, we, we already knew that. We just got to focus on what we can control, and that's keep winning games. You know, going out there and just putting on the a better performance than we did before the bye week, I say on offense, but just keep fighting, you know, each and every game because it's any given Sunday. That's the thing. You only take them one at a time, and you got to be ready for every game because down you want to be playing good going into the playoffs, and they've got a chance. They got a lot of a lot of good things that can happen to them down the stretch just by winning games, and doesn't it doesn't pay to be looking at Jacksonville? Doesn't be paying look at the Niner game. No, you just got to focus focus on task at hand. And at this stage of the season, you're stacking wins, and the offense wasn't all that great no, against the Chargers not. on that Sunday night. was not. And it, it'd be nice to start to stack offensive performances back-to-back to back to, and, and keep building on what's going on. And he's going to have time to throw, Bob, in this game. Um, so it's, it's going to be up to the receivers to get open. Now, Lamar, you're 12 games into the season. You're an MVP candidate. I mean, the stats mean you might not have 30 touchdown passes, but your quarterback rating is pushing 100. You've got a very good running game at your disposal. The weapons are starting to come into focus, it seems, even without Mark Andrews. So how did you assess the offense during that bye week? I, I kind of just took a break from focusing on football, you know, with us. Um, but when I got back, you know, today and yesterday and stuff like that, I believe our team is just locked in because we know what's ahead of us. We know what got us here. We only can have this team once, I believe, you know, and we know we be chasing. And I think it's good for him to get a little bit of a mental break. And I'm sure the coaches got a couple days to get get away from it a little bit too and, and kind of recharge. And Lamar, he sounds recharged, ready to go. He's probably down in Florida and that sunshine down there. Now he's back and ready to go. And he's got – He's got a lot to um, prove to 
I guess, his doubters and to himself. The playoffs, get a win in the playoffs, do those types of things. But it'd be nice if you had that initial. But you want another bye? Let's win four games. Now, we'll get into the stat breakdown tomorrow. Ravens uh, 20th in passing offensively, number one in run. Mm-hmm. Sounds very familiar to years going by. Where they are strong is red zone efficiency this year. They are one of the best red zone touchdown producers in the National Football League here in 2023. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, they're third in red zone. I mean, they're almost 65% in the red zone. And what Todd Munkin, you know, what he always says is, Got to be able to run the ball down there. And that's that's what they can do. And they've got guys that can make catches in the red zone. And, uh, and not having Mark Andrews is going to hurt some. But a guy like Charlie Kohler, who's six foot seven, gives you a humongous talk. Because I thought initially that's what they would be using him for because he's so big and long that in the red zone, he's a perfect target because if, if he doesn't catch it, it's out of the end zone type thing. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. News from the Nest here on this Total Request. Thursday, wide receiver group coming together. No Rashad Bateman yesterday. That was an illness, as we said earlier. John Harbaugh, nothing to see here. Please disperse. He should be ready to rock and roll. But uh, Odell, we're going to hear from him in a minute. They're all getting there. So what's that trust level like, Lamar, between the wide receivers right now? We brothers here. You know, um, we all want to win. We all know we chasing, like I said earlier. And that's all to it. You know, if his number's called. We're going to make it happen. Whoever's number call, we're going to make it happen. That's why we just communicate. And I think the big thing with the receivers is, you know, as they're playing the quality of teams that they're going to be playing, the secondaries and stuff uh, get better because the secondary they're going to play this week against the Rams is pretty good. And I'll, I'll bet you Odell can – he can share the other – to the receivers, all these guys on the defense, their strengths and weaknesses and stuff – but they're going to have a challenge, and they got to be great route runners, and they got to, you know, be great at separating. And then it'd be nice if they can all kind of step up that uh, yak game. And I think uh, all have a strong finish. Last five games, I would love for Beckham, Bateman, and Flowers, you know, to have like seven targets each. You know, like thirty-five, at least thirty-five targets for them in the next five games each. But isn't it a little late in the game now for Petty? Well, I'm not getting thrown to enough. Isn't it more about the greater good team-wise than, you know, trying to pad some stats here? When you have a good team and you got a lot of leadership, yeah, then, uh, well, like, if Odell's not bitching, then these young guys can't say nothing. And to your point, Vinny, here's Lamar Jackson talking about Odell Beckham Jr. and the leadership skills he brings to the team. Uh, a lot, you know, he pretty much just lead by example. He, you know, he, he cool with the guys, you know, he talking about us and stuff like that, like we all do. But he don't he don't just try to, like, charge us up and stuff like that, try to get in our face to pump us up. You know, he pretty much just lead by example. Go out there, work hard, be Odell, and that's all we need him to do. Now, when I was at training camp and stuff and he was out there, he was the first one out there, and he was – out there early working with the receiver coaches and stuff and working on his tail end of his routes and doing all those things. And when these young guys come out there and they see the old guys already out there and been working, it's like, damn, I better, I better get out there. But he seems like he encouraged these guys a lot and not only the receivers, but I think 
everybody on the offensive side. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, we're going to count some money, hopefully, buy or sell here on this Total Request Thursday. Get your votes in Featured Artist Friday. We'll let you know who that is about an hour and a half. Melissa Kim, our colleague here on The Fan, will preview Baltimore Rams with her coming up around 12.30 or so. And then Vinny's film breakdown of this Rams defense. Statistically, they're pretty much middle of the pack yep. in most areas, but they do have some standouts and Vinny's going to tell you who they are round 12. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 45. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1087 The Fan. 1087-The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Send your request, plus for text line, 410-583-1057. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. Nolan McGraw is anxious to figure out who that's going to be later on in the show. Got a lot going on in the world of sports. We'll talk about it here momentarily, but let's count that weekend cash. Well, a couple of days from the weekend by yourself. So. The Dow's up 40. The S&P's up 35. NASDAQ is up 193. DraftKings down 47 cents to 35.56. Under Armour's down three cents to seven eighty six. We'll start with tonight's game here: Steelers Patriots. Mm. Pittsburgh going to have to turn to Mitch Trubisky uh, with Kenny Pickett injured when they take on the Pats. 
Uh, not going to sell him as a premier quarterback here. I'd be lying to you, but among backups in the league, probably has more experience than most. And earlier this week said he plans to be aggressive with the football, hopes the entire offense can follow suit as they look to actually light up the scoreboard in a game where Vegas doesn't think anyone's going to light up the scoreboard. Vinny, are you buying or selling that we see some risk-taking from Pittsburgh's offense tonight? I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I, I think they will. I think they'll try to push the ball down the field. Because Trubisky, he can run and he can do those things. I mean, he's played a lot of games. Now, on the other side with Zappi, oh that, that's, that's uh, you know, I don't know. What do you got to be doing, Bob, to watch this game when New England has the ball? It all depends on how much money I have on the in-season <laughs> NBA tournament. <laughs> well, how about the big trade going down in baseball? Juan Soto heading to the Bronx for at least 2024. He is on a uh, expiring contract, but this could be the perfect place for him to land in a contract year. We all know how good of a hitter he is, patient hitter at that. Coming off a 35-homer season, 109 RBIs last year in San Diego, <clears throat> Now bringing that left-handed power to Yankee Stadium, where the short porch has been very advantageous for hitters like him over the years. Buy or sell, Bob Soto will set a new career high in homers this season. Thirty-five, you said. Thirty-five was the career oh, high. I'll last buy it. Year. Yep. Yeah, I'll buy it. Question is, can the Yankees convince him to stick around long term? Because Verdugo is a free agent after this season too, and I'm guessing they can only afford to keep one of them. Uh, I'm sure their druthers were that it would be Juan Soto. But, yeah, he'll take advantage of that short porch in Yankee Field. and uh, Yankee Field, Yankee Stadium. And something tells me that he will be becoming a very annoying member of the Yankees to us Oriole fans before the season comes to an end. Well, we finally got rid of Bader. No more Harrison Bader. Trent Grisham no. could be that guy, too. He seems a little annoying as well. Actually, if you wear pinstripes, you're just annoying in general. I think Verdugo's going to be that guy. Yeah, because he was annoying yeah, in Boston. He, he yeah. to... I'm already annoyed. Right. I mean, we're not even spring training yet. Stop annoying me. So speaking of flashy, uh, Deion Sanders uh, finished up his first year at Colorado. Four and eight was their record and now has his sights set on the future with the Buffaloes. So far, his recruiting class for next year, rather lackluster overall, although I did just see they got a five-star O-lineman coming in. Uh, not sure how that'll impact their overall ranking nationally, but prior to that, they were ranked 66th, which is not good at all. Just nine verbal pledges uh, before today's big news. He downplayed the concerns surrounding the recruiting, saying that they haven't lost any players of importance and they will be leaning on the portal, of course. Vinny, are you buying or selling that the concerns with Dion's recruiting are overblown? Um, Didn't they lose a couple of four or five star? They guys? lost like lost three their quarterback. Or four of them. I saw that. They lost like three. Or they lost four. both their quarterbacks and an offensive lineman. Five star guy bailed on him. Well, he's lost three coaches. He lost the offensive coordinator, became the head coach, San Diego State. He lost tight end coach, and then he lost defensive end coach. And I think a couple of them. Well, the defensive end coach was responsible for those three or four kids that left. That that guy had been recruiting them. And the jobs they took, one went to Syracuse. I mean, I don't know that that's a step up, Colorado to Syracuse, but I think he's going to be heavy into the portal just because his son's going to be a senior and he's going to want some old linemen that are ready to step in right now and play. And we'll close with this. Back in the NFL, Jake Browning was the big surprise from the Bengals' Monday night win, but 
What about the performance of running back Chase Brown? He rushed for 61 yards on nine carries, pretty much came out of nowhere, giving Cincy's offense another running back to work with for pretty much the first time this season. You look at their distribution of carries this year, uh, Mixon leading the way with 180 rush attempts, no surprise there. Next closest player, actually Joe Burrow with 31 rush attempts. They have been a bell cow operation there with Mixon. Uh, Brown, who I just mentioned, he had nine carries that night, only 11 on the entire year. Buy or sell, Bob. After Monday's performance, though, Chase Brown uh, will be in the mix moving forward. They'll have a two-running back approach. Uh, I'll saw by it more of a two-running back approach. Mixon's going to be the guy. He scored two touchdowns, yep. so he's going to be the dude. But minus Joe Burrow, they're going to be more run-oriented, I would assume. So, yeah, that'll be, leave more opportunities to run the football, and you can't just give Mixon 35 carries a day. So I will soft buy that. Nolan McGraw, it's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. When we come back, Melissa Kim's going to be joining us. We'll preview the Ravens and Rams with her. Ever going to look at the Rams, or Vinny is anyway. Film study-wise, their defense. Statistically, not all that great, but they do have some things that could concern you if you're the Ravens and Todd Munkin. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And he'll explain. The Sports Pulse of Baltimore. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Eddie, 105.7 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday where you pick the songs at 410-583-1057. Get your votes in. Featured artist Friday, Nolan McGraw is on the other side of the glass and he'll tabulate them. Then we'll reveal it coming up in about an hour. 15 minutes or so. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Ravens back on the football field this Sunday. Looks like in the rain. Against the Rams, Ravens seven-point favorites there. L.A. coming in, winners of three in a row. So they have playoff hopes themselves there in the NFC. Here to break down the game and talk about Baltimore as they're put together now at 9-3, and three, number two seed in the AFC. Our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan, she is on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's bring in Melissa Kim. Melissa, good afternoon. What is happening? Hi, guys. Good afternoon. Happy post-bye week, right? Um, and, yeah, you mentioned the weather, uh, and Bob, and, you know, that was definitely a topic of conversation, something that the guys would keep the teams keeping their eyes on because it's supposed to be, like, heavy, like, you know, heavy winds, like, really, like, torrential rain downpour. So definitely not the most ideal football weather. But um, head coach John Harbaugh did say, yesterday that you know it's december football january football and obviously the run game is pretty important especially in these situations ball security we've heard 
is going to be obviously very important in these types of games as well. So I think it's going to be kind of messy, but it'll be a good game. Yeah, take your arc to uh, M&T yeah. Bank Stadium. <laughs> but, we, we played a cut earlier, Melissa, from Lamar Jackson talking about uh, the momentum, air quotes, losing some of it after the bye. And they what played two games basically in three weeks here. What did Lamar say for people that didn't hear his comments about possibly losing whatever edge they had heading into this long break? Yeah, you know, I don't. I know that that sounds like momentum, quote unquote momentum, right? And he said that you know, basically every week has it's every week is just you know they take it week by week, and I think that's one thing that this team has really done so well in terms of their mentality and going into each week from like a singular focus. You know what I mean? And I think that one of the biggest things that has been so valuable for this team and a lot of the guys have said this before Morgan Moses Kyle Van Noy they've all said this is the mix of guys they have on this team right the veterans they have some younger guys but those veterans especially have done such a wonderful job in taking the leadership role and there are those intangibles right that you cannot teach and I think that that is one of those things like leadership and sharing your experience with those guys that maybe haven't been in these situations before but yeah I mean you know whether it's you know, whether they're playing the Steelers or whether they're playing the Rams or whoever the opponent is, they've really done a good job in terms of taking each week by week as like a singular focus week. And I think that that is something that's going to benefit them uh, as we hit these last five games of the season. So, Melissa, who you been talking to this week? Uh, did not get a whole lot of time yesterday to talk to some folks in the locker room uh, just because the podium went so long yesterday because Obviously, I wanted to hear from um, Odell Beckham Jr., obviously, especially given that this week is, you know, his former team that he won the Super Bowl with. And he did admit, you know, that he did there. He's in a group text with like Cooper Cup and a couple other guys. And he said he did talk some trash. But, um, you know, it's all he's it's all out of love and respect, obviously. And one of the things that he talked about yesterday that stood out to me was that he talked a lot about Sean McVay, right, the head coach of the Rams, and how he the thing that he did so well during that season that they won the Super Bowl was that he prepared them so well. He, he said that they felt so prepared, even when they weren't necessarily, obviously they weren't undefeated that season or anything like that, but even when they were not winning games, he said that they still felt so prepared for the next following week. And then Odell was asked, you know, in comparison terms, like how do you feel like this team is doing it? And he's like, no, Coach Harbaugh is certainly keeping them very, very prepared, like right up there every single week. So it's always interesting, I feel like, to talk to those guys who have played on Super Bowl squads. I talked to Nelson Aguilar earlier in the season about, you know, his Super Bowl team, what in particular was a characteristic that he felt like was so important that that team possessed. And he said the fact that they were together, no matter what happened, when things were not going well, they still stayed together. Nobody pointed fingers. Everybody kind of took responsibility for what they were doing. And they all had the same goal in mind. And you hear those phrases around this locker room. You hear Roquan Smith say it. You hear Geno Stone, uh, Geno Stone say it about, how they are still together and you know this team they all have the same goal and they're not just comprised of good I've heard Roquan say this a number of times that this team is comprised not just of good players but of guys who are good human beings as well and I think that helps in the big picture. Now Melissa I'm I heard Harbs talk you know the last game and said he was giving the week off and there was a huge uproar I'm <laughs> guessing that most of them left town yeah, it's funny. My mother actually said the exact same thing. She's like, what do you mean they're leaving for a week? Shouldn't they be practicing and getting ready ready for the Rams game? Um, so you're certainly not alone in that. But, yeah, you know, most of them got out of town. Just One of the things that's really important is obviously getting that physical break, especially this late into the season, and Odell did talk about that. I actually asked him about that the week before they left for the bye, and 
I mentioned, you know, week 13 is such a late bye week. You know, do you feel like maybe it was a little late? Do you feel tired? And he's like, no, he's like, I think that of all the bye weeks that I've had, he's like, this one is so perfectly timed because we've hit our stride midway, you know, through that like three quarters of the way through the season. We're playing some of the best ball that we have been. And, you know, he's like, it's, think about the teams that have the bye week in like week five or six, you know, he's like, then you have the rest of the season. But this team, you have it in week 13, you come back, you have five games left. And, you know, he's like, you feel refreshed. And he mentioned yesterday that it's obviously a good time to get a physical break, but a mental break, mm-hmm. too. You know, a lot of these guys, I know some of them left the country. I know some of them, you know, just left. Obviously, a lot of them left town just to spend time with their families and to just get just to get a breather, I would call it. You know, what I mean, as opposed to a break, just take a little breather. Um, you know, not really think about a whole lot. I know a lot of them watch the college football playoff game. I was actually at the SEC championship. Roquan was there, too. Um, and he went to that game. You know what I mean? That was a big topic of conversation as well yesterday between the uh, the SEC folks and uh, Marlon Humphrey in particular, the Alabama guy. So, um, you know, I think that it was a good chance for them to get a breather. And I think I have to agree with Odell because in the beginning, I thought that this bye week was so late. But what he said made sense. You know, it's so much better to have this so late in the season and then come back and have five games left. Well, I, I think, you know, who it's going to help a lot, too. I can't wait to see Clowney. And, and Van Oy looked yeah. like he was starting to wear down a little bit. So I think that'll be good for him. And, I mean, Clowney's been awesome every game. And now, you know, to have all that time off, I think that's going to be great for him. Yeah, him and Van Noy, and, you know, especially a lot of those defensive guys. And Justin Madbike, too, for me, comes to mind because he had the concussion in that last game. So, he, you know, he seemed fine. You know, he seems like he was back back on the mend for sure. And even you look at guys like Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, you know, like you could tell that it was this is a physical game, right? And, you know, the physicality of it definitely, like, wears on them as time goes on. But, yeah, I absolutely would agree with you on that. I think they're refreshed, come back, they're back and they're ready to go for this Sunday. What do you think Munkin's going to be talking about today? <laughs> I think he's going to be asked a lot about what their game plan is, I think, for Weather. you know this rain situation. Yeah, I mean, because that's a factor that's not in your control, right? And I'm sure that Coach Munkin will certainly say a lot about that. But, you know, running the ball, I think that that is going to be something that is going to be talked about quite a bit. Obviously, ball security, you know, that is something that has had its reared its ugly head, some issues with that a couple of times throughout the season. And so I think he's certainly going to be asked about that, what the game plan is, honestly, for Sunday, especially going against, I mean, you know, Coach Harbaugh talked about this a little bit yesterday, too. I mean, Aaron Donald, that guy is his, I mean, Aaron Donald's Aaron Donald for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, certainly how to attack the guys like that. Melissa Kim joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Melissa, before we let you talk about that big show you got coming up tomorrow night here, Baltimore Game Day Flockdown, 1057 The Fan. Any chatter within the confines of one winning drive about Mike McDonald getting a head coaching job? Because there's certainly that sort of talk out there on the interweb, and you can always believe everything you read on the internet, of course. <laughs> There are no lies told on Twitter. Right. Ever. Absolutely never. Always the truth. Yeah, no, his name, I think, I mean, this isn't the first time that his name has been floating around, but I mean, certainly well-deserved. You look at what this defense has accomplished in the short time that he's been there. Obviously, you know, a little bit of that is obvious, goes credit to uh, Wink as well in the time, in the years that he was here before uh, Mike McDonald. But 
I mean, you know, he's one of those like young hot names right now that's getting out there. And especially he can, you know, the proof is in the pudding here right now. Um, but yeah, certainly some chatter about that. Um, you know, we'll definitely attack the locker room a little bit more today and tomorrow so we can talk to the guys about what they've done this bye week and what they're looking forward to for the rest of the season and their approach, honestly, for the rest of the season. I think there's been a lot of talk about that on the interwebs, if you will, how their approach is going to be because this is a competitive stretch that they have coming down um, to the end of the regular season. Bob and Ken are going to be waiting Sunday for your report. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you don't win a Marconi, Melissa Kim, I'm going to be very disappointed with this report coming up on on Sunday. Real quick, Melissa, tell everybody about tomorrow night and what you got going on here. To quote Ed Sullivan, the big shoe. Yes, we've got Gabriel Flacco tomorrow. We'll have some one-on-ones. We'll talk to some folks about Honestly, the perception of what the Ravens is still right now, some national folks as well. So, um, yeah, that is what we will have coming up tomorrow night and also on the pregame and postgame on Sunday. Melissa Kim, appreciate the time as always. We'll talk to you Sunday morning. Thank you so much. Have a good one, guys. You got it. Melissa Kim, everybody. It's Sunday morning, Baltimore Game Day, Uncensored, the pregame show, live from Brew Brothers down at Horseshoe Casino. We start at 10 o'clock. If you're coming to the game, stop by, say hi to us. We will be there until 1 o'clock when we come back. Going to look at the Rams defense film study-wise with Benny Serrato. Got NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. Going to hear from Marlon Humphrey then. Stay tuned for that. Mike Elias met with the media yesterday, live from Nashville. We're going to hear from him talking about the signing of Craig Kimbrell and what's next on the agenda for the birds of Baltimore and then Mike Harmon Fox Sports Radio talk real and fantasy football with him around 1.30. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Raven 7-point favorites. Over the L.A. Rams coming up here Sunday at 1 o'clock, as we just talked about with Melissa Kim. Talked about the last couple of days. Look like it's going to be rainy, windy, not all that cold. I believe temperature is actually going to be in the 60s, yep. but yep. You know, it's not going to be, let's just say it's not golf weather. Let's put it that way. And it might be running the football weather. That means the Ravens are going up against this L.A. Rams defense. Yesterday, Vinny, you broke down the Rams offensively on film. <clears throat> let's talk about Aaron Donald and his crew on the other side of the ball. Yeah, like Bob said, total defense, they're 16th, pass 15th, run 16th. So they're like right in the middle of the pack, you know, on everything. Now, defensively, when you watch them up front, Aaron Donald is the guy. And when he wants, I mean, he's so quick off the ball. I mean, you got to be ready for him. You got to stop his initial charge. Otherwise, he'll be in the backfield. And I've watched uh, a couple games, and he gets in the backfield. And what he's going to do, he's not just going to line up at uh, over the guard. He's going to line up a lot of times in rushing situations. He's lining up over the tackle. And then he's going to bull rush him. So, Ronnie Stanley, be ready. I think you're gonna he's gonna give him some work, but uh, he still is a outstanding player. He doesn't chase as much as he he's not as relentless as he once was. But Bob, he's still got pass rush moves. He's still got great takeoff and explosion and stuff. So he's he's uh, he's legit. He's he's legit and he's he's fun to watch and he's got good hands and everything too. Now. The other guys in the defensive line, Bob, I don't see anybody really getting to the quarterback. I mean, they, they've got um, Aaron Donald has six sacks. Kobe Turner, number 91, defensive tackle, 
who was a third-round pick for them this year. He's a nice little player. I mean, oh, he's a big dude, and he's a defensive tackle, and he's got five and a half sacks. He's got some bursts and stuff to him, and he can get off of blocks. I was kind of impressed watching him in some of the games. But as a, as a whole, the defensive line, they do a really good job fundamentally. I think they're good fundamentally against the run. They do a good job keeping their shoulders square and the, those types of things. And But as pass rushers, there's nobody that really scares you. Byron Young, number zero, the outside backer, he has five sacks. And Michael Hecht, number 97, he has four and a half sacks. Otherwise, they really don't have a lot of sacks. And every quarterback that I've seen them play, whether it was Joe Flacco or Seattle, two quarterbacks, they had a lot of time to throw the football. So Lamar's going to have time to throw the football. The only one that can can win cleanly a lot of the times is Aaron Donald. Now, the linebacker position, Ernest Jones, I think he's a really good player. Inside linebacker, I think he can run. I think he can find a football. But he's... If you can combo up to him, you can block him and just shield block him. But he's got good instincts and stuff. So he, he's a he's their leading tackler also. He's got uh, 108 tackles, but uh, nine tackles for loss. Now, the secondary, I like the secondary. I think the secondary is pretty good. They play pretty good in the back end. Witherspoon, number 44, I think he does a nice job. And then uh, Darian Kendrick, number one. On the other side, he had a nice pick in the Seattle game on a deep ball. Made a real nice play. Now, he's susceptible to a double move. Now, with this kind of weather, they like to press their guys, too, those two guys. They like to get on them and press and challenge them, and they're very aggressive. And the safeties, they get heavily involved in that run game, too. They walk themselves up, and if you're going to run it, they're going to put a seventh or eighth guy in the box. And they, they all seem to, in the two games, they tackled well. So I thought they tackled well. Now, the defensive front, when they go to chase, and they'll chase hard and stuff, but they're not the most athletic guys in the world. So defensively, teams have run it, some on them. Um, You can get to the edges, some on them. I don't think they're extremely a fast defense, but when you try to run wide, those corners are going to come flying up and try to attack you. You know, so how do you go after them in the pass? Receivers, that's what I keep saying. I mean, that's one of my keys tomorrow is receivers got to work to get open. And they're going to have to work to get open. Both games that I watched, Seattle's got good receivers. And we saw when they played Dallas, they scored 35 points. Yep. Um, they it was That was a 17-16 game. So the receivers, these guys, it's not going to be easy to get open. They're going to have to work to get open. And Lamar's going to have time. Now, the run game is going to be important. It's going to be interesting to see. You know, is Ernest Jones going to be the one that kind of spies Lamar? Because they're going to have to have somebody that can kind of handle Lamar. Otherwise, he's going to run up and down the field all day long. But defensively, they've improved over the last few weeks. Now, the, the two games that I did see, they were both at home, and they played good defensively against Cleveland. But, you know, Joe Flacco took them right down the field that first drive, and then they kind of sputtered. He threw for 220. And um, Seattle had a chance to win it at the end. They moved the ball down there at the end. But uh, it's going to be challenging for the Ravens. But I think if they can get up on them, because Seattle had some success running, running right at them, Bob. Warren, right down right down the middle of the field. So, And I because the Ravens have some size to them, you know, 
I think they're going to be able to possibly knock these guys because, like, they're 6'5", 275. The nose tackle, Bobby Brown, 6'4", 324. Otherwise, um, Hecht is 3'10". Otherwise, 245, 230, 250. So they may be able to, you know, if they can run the ball successfully on them, start to wear them down. Or if they got to chase Lamar around a lot, wear them down. I, I think that's the big, especially wear Donald down. And like I said, he's going to be all over the field rushing the passer, and he comes in and out a lot, so he won't be on the field at all times. So the defense, it's a good defense. It's not a great defense. I think the, the secondary and Donald are probably, and 53, the inside backer, those those guys are all pretty decent players. Looking at them statistically too, Vinny, they don't seem to force a lot of turnovers. No, either. they do not. They do not. But what they um, – they they don't get they don't get a lot of interceptions, Bob. That's that's one thing, for sure. I mean, let me stat wise, I think uh, they have one guy with two interceptions. Yeah. Or, you know, I he's mean, like Lester Hayes compared to everybody yeah, else. <laughs> I mean, they've only had six for the season, and and Bob, they're twenty third in sacks. They don't get a, like I said, they don't get a ton of sacks, but they're you know they're average pretty much in in every everything. They're they're not great at anything. 5881057 the fans. So that's the Rams defensively going up against the Ravens. We'll talk about the stats tomorrow more in depth. We'll get into the keys and all the good stuff that it relates there. Schedule for week 14 in the National Football League starts tonight. New England is at Pittsburgh. Steelers six-point favorites over under is 30 and a half. You're going to hear that game, 105.7 The Fed. Baltimore, of course, hosting L.A. Tampa's at Atlanta. Falcons minus one. Detroit's at the Bears. Bears uh, getting three and a half at home. Colts at Cincy. Cincinnati minus one. Jacksonville getting three at Cleveland. Undetermined as to whether or not Trevor Lawrence is going to play. I would guess probably not. I mean, if you got a true high ankle sprain, I mean, give me a break. And Cleveland hasn't fully committed to Flacco, but that's probably a foregone conclusion yeah, he, eventually. He good last week. Carolina's at New Orleans. Saints minus five. Houston is at the Jets. Houston minus three and a half. And Zach Wilson at quarterback for New York. Minnesota with Josh Dobbs at the Raiders. Minnesota minus three. Seattle is getting ten and a half at San Francisco. Buffalo getting one and a half. At Kansas City, desperation time for the Bills. Josh Allen said these are all playoff games for us. No more losses. What do you think about Von Miller being able to play, Bob? Uh, Well, I guess they're going through the due process that comes with the legal system, and he's going to get out there and do his thing against Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs. Denver's at the Chargers. Chargers minus three. Sunday night, epic game. Hey, supremacy in the division's on the line. Philly at Dallas. Dallas, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, I can see that at home. They're undefeated at home. That's right, 6-0. and uh, Let's see. Monday night, two games. Tennessee at Miami. Dolphins, big favorites, minus 13 here. And then Green Bay is at the Giants. It's going to be DeVito, a quarterback. Uh, Green Bay lands 6 and I think and Winkle half. caused some issues with all his blitzing with Love. Jordan Love, that's Monday night. So two Monday night games, and apparently the Manning brothers are going to do both. They're going to try to uh, simulcast for two games. Well, there is two of them, so one can do well. Who knows? But you got two Monday night games. They both start at 8-15 this week, or next week, rather, on December 11th. When we come back, we're going to hear from Marlon Humphrey and others with NFL Lunch. Then we're going to hear from Mike Elias, who met with the media yesterday, talking about what Tennessee was like for the Birds, bringing in uh, Craig Kimbrell, what's next on the agenda for Baltimore, and then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, talk real and fantasy football with him. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 